I feel like I've been duped. I feel like I, I went in for a shady dealing. I will always get hey. whenever we want go to set up a bet, mm-hmm. and you start getting really cagey with the wording huh? of the bet. Hey, the little the little you know red what? flags go off in my the, head. Well, they obviously didn't go off in your head because you took the bet. No, I took it anyway because I said, "Well, Brent wouldn't be shady like oh, that." Yeah. <laughs> and now, next thing I know, there are some shady dealings happening in our bets. Mm, interesting. All I said was, "Will Nebraska make a bowl game?" Yeah, yeah. When I said, oh, they have to just be bowl eligible, and you go, yeah, fine. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, fine. Yeah, bowl yeah. eligible. But I'm not said, saying they're bowl saying, eligible. I'm, I'm saying, saying they have to be in a bowl they'll game. They'll be in a bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. That was the wording, so. Because you went out of your way to figure out that there would be well, a hey, couple then of you five and seven Then teams. you should have been like, hold on, I need to do some research. No, because I just said, you know what, even, uh, I felt good that Michigan was going to beat Ohio State yeah. is really what it came down to. So I felt like I was playing with house money. Like, I think Nebraska's pretty much going to make a bowl. Well, I didn't realize, and this is, you know what, can I give like a small amount of dap to Nebraska right now? Because I looked into it after our bet. Yeah. And I realized that a 5-7 and seven team, if there are spots to be filled in the 9,000 bowl games, mm-hmm. uh, they go by 5-7 and seven teams, and it goes by academic performance records. Yeah. So I just immediately, my second thought was, oh, well, Nebraska doesn't have a chance with that. <laughs> it turns out Nebraska actually did pretty good ac- academically. Pretty good. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I was expecting them to be middle of the road and some like Florida A&M at five and seven would have a higher, you know, mm, no. uh, average academic score. But no, uh, you got to give Nebraska kids are staying in school just, in Nebraska. They're graduating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know what? I got to respect that. Cool. Yeah. I graduated with uh, Johnny Rogers, Heisman Trophy runner from the 70s. I graduated with him in. In the nineties, <laughs> how did that? He was old. He, oh, he came back and graduated like, later. Is there a time machine in place that I don't know about? Yeah. Can we go back and I can stop certain <laughs> plays from happening in the NFL? Like I don't know, one from last Thursday night. Yeah, maybe two. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it looks like what do you say? Nebraska's playing, which is the the Foster Farms Bowl, which used to be the Emerald Bowl. Oh, so it's in San Francisco. It's is in San right? Francisco. Okay, yeah. so you going? Uh, well, I'll be out of town, so no. You'll be out of town I'll be in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Where are you going to be? I got it from my daddy. <laughs> no, that was last week. I dare you. Uh, I'll be in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, the yeah. queen city, eating skyline chili. The city where pigs fly. Yeah, well, the Bengals make the playoffs and win a game. Man, they're the one seed right now, I believe. In the AFC? Oh, gosh, they might be. Yeah, because yeah. the Patriots dropped yeah. one to the Eagles, which I'll have some things to say about a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to I'm not gonna concede the bet until after the game actually happens. I think there's still a chance. About? That's if the so game lame. Does, if they cancel the game, I don't want to have to have already paid off the bet. The when they game will not get canceled. Nobody, nobody bought tickets. UCLA versus Nebraska. I'm sure out here in L.A. that's probably Bowls a pretty big deal. don't get canceled, dude. I think get this one here. might. The yeah. Foster Farms Bowl? I say you need to, you need to pay up your bet now. Now can I can I just ask the question? Is this that weird like one bowl game nobody cares about that for whatever reason is the last bowl game before the national championship no, game? No, it's on like uh, January sixth. They play a six and six versus six and six. Well, that's game. usually like isn't that usually like two smaller schools? It's like Jacksonville State yeah. versus. You oh, know. it's usually Grambling versus. The, it's the, it's the I think it's the like the all black colleges mostly. I don't think so. I thought no. it was like two teams. Well, I mean, you know, not that the black college teams like the Gramblings of the it's world. It's from the SWAC or something. Yeah, uh, it's like weird. Grambling it's a weird bowl in, game. It's uh, it ne- should it should be in the first week of December. Nebraska plays uh, December twenty sixth. Oh, okay. They literally got the best bowl that they could have gotten. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about they Michigan almost as had well. to, They well, almost had to go to, you know, Fallout City, Detroit. So. Oh, I thought you say Boston. Oh, no, not Boston. Or D.C. 
Vegas. Or Las Vegas. Or San Francisco. They are going to a fallout city. San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. That's Yay. a fallout city. Wait, go. we made it, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you have arrived for the next thrilling installment of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, there are things to discuss. We have some NFL happenings. I feel like we're going to discuss... And you're going to show some disgust. I think there might be. I might be a little still pent up about it. I'm glad the game happened on Thursday, because if it had just happened on Sunday a couple days ago as we record this, I, I might still be more worked up than I, and I still am. Uh, I'm now a lot more zen about it than I was on Thursday night. Let me just put that out there. We're going to talk about the Bulls, where our teams ended up, the Final Four, etc. We got to talk about NFL uh, Week 12. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Fallout 4 this week, because Walking Dead is done. It is done. It's done forever, we everybody. Were to, we were supposed to, you know, our, our, uh, the guy that listens to our show, Brett. Brett in Denver? Yeah, requested that we start watching Into the Badlands. What, do we just so, do what the people so, tell us to do? Uh, when, when they're, when they're true fans and they're cool guys, I did. I watched all of the episodes of Into the Badlands. Hadn't you, you already seen them? No. Oh, okay. You were supposed to do that also. Yeah. And you did not. I was playing Fallout 4, sir. So you heard it right here. Ray does not care about our listeners. You know what? I'll go ahead and double Ray, that. Ray. Ray does not care about black people. Okay, I'm not ready to go that far. <laughs> um, no, but I was playing Fallout 4, so we can talk about Fallout 4 instead. Isn't that more exciting? Uh, it is kind of more exciting, but, it's, but we could talk about both of them. I thought That's Into the, the Badlands, honestly, you told me before, it's only six episodes. Yeah. I thought it was like 13. I thought it was well, easy time to catch up. It's probably going to... Yeah, but don't we want to talk to them as they happen? Not like, eh. oh, here's what happened in episode one and two and three and four at the same time. That's not how we do the shows. We don't do that with Walking Dead. So let's just talk about Orange is the New Black right now because I've seen the first episode. Oh, uh, what about Daya? The, the lady that plays Daya getting in, in trouble for like beating up a 13-year-old, allegedly. In real life? In real life. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah. Kid probably deserved it. <laughs> In any case, we have all these things to talk about and more. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little NFL after three seconds of David Bowie. You remind me it's a baby. Baby with the power. So NFL week 12. I mean, I guess technically week 13, right? Even though it's like uh, 12 games for everybody now. Yeah. Because of bye weeks and whatnot. So you want to save the Thursday game for last or do you want to just bang it, that out early? It's up to you. Uh, well, we could save it for last. That'll that'll be full of the passions of the world. So uh, just running it down here, Buffalo beats Houston. You got to give Buffalo a lot of credit. Like that team is starting to come together because Houston right now is no joke. I mean, they're in first place in the AFC South. Granted, they're only like what six and six and in first place, but it counts. That's funny because I remember earlier in the season you were like saying how, what a trash game that was Kansas City had at Houston. What a it terrible. was at that time of year. Yeah. If you were to play Houston now and beat them, I'd be impressed. To beat Houston week one? We both played bad at the beginning of the season, so isn't it all relative? Yes. Okay. So, But I, you're going to tell me right played? now, it doesn't matter when you play a team? Because I think it absolutely matters when you play a team. Well, sometimes it does. If I was going to play saying, if I was gonna play my Lions, I'd want to play them in the first three weeks, we, not Kansas now. Kansas City played them before they lost Arian Foster. You uh, have to say Arian was... Foster didn't play in that game. He was hurt. <laughs> what are you talking about? He came back for one game. That's right. Oh, dear Lord. So you got to give Buffalo all that credit there. Uh, how about those Chicago Bears at home yipping one in overtime to the Blaine Gabbert-led San Francisco 49ers? I thought San Francisco was the worst team, and Chicago just reminds me that they are also not very good. Yeah, I uh, they're not very good. They're ahead of Detroit, but they're not very good. Well, well one game ahead, but we played them the last game of the season, so I have a feeling like Lions are going to finish third place in that division at this point. I don't see Chicago winning too many games, although they've been playing much better as of late. As people like to say, 
Uh, I don't know. They pl- they've just been kind of consistently like every other game winning, I believe. Because I remember they beat Kansas City earlier in the season, too. Well, that was a terrible loss for you guys. Uh, it was really bad. As well. Uh, okay, here's the one you want to talk about. Cincinnati, the place you're going to be. Yeah. 37 to 3 in Cleveland. Oh, definitely. Um, Johnny Manziel's coming back. Remember when Mike Patton earlier said, I'm a man of principles, I'm a man of morals. Yeah. And I will not play Johnny Manziel. He is third string. He will not play on my my team ever again. Blah, 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 blah. And then two weeks later, here he is. He's going to be starting next week. The Austin Davis experiment is over. Well, because they got killed. And he, he doesn't want to get fired, which he probably will anyway. He's getting fired right? anyway. So Johnny Manziel has clearly proven it doesn't really matter what you do off the field, right? Is this like It's not as bad as Greg Hardy, for example. But it's just if your team is struggling, they're just going to put you out there. Mike Pettin's getting fired at the end of the year. This is Cleveland we're talking about. They don't exactly like hang with coaches after think, seasons like this. Do you think that it was his choice or the owner said, hey, we can't lose 37-3, to three. Uh, put Manziel in? Um, I, think. I think the owner... I don't know if the owner did a direct mandate or the GM did a direct mandate, put in Johnny Manziel, but you have to assume that he he gets it. Petten's just like, hey, if I don't play Johnny Manziel, I will be fired at the end of the year. But if I play Manziel and maybe catch a little lightning in a bottle for a couple of weeks and show some promise, maybe there's a chance they bring me back. He's playing the percentages here. It is, I mean, it's definitely not... Uh, <laughs> He's playing the percentages, I guess relatively with this relatively team. speaking no this team isn't gonna win a whole lot more games <laughs> don't get me wrong here uh but but he's he, as far as keeping his job goes starting manzel at this point regardless of how distasteful it might be is his best chance to stick on they're two and ten right now what Brent. if next they're week, terrible what if next week they lose 40 to three with manzel i'd be happy they go back to austin davis then go back to austin davis maybe bring in josh mccown's other collarbone mm-hmm. uh you know what you got terrell Pryor on the roster now just throw him out there make yeah. the ohio state fans happy i think jeff george is available jeff george is available maybe they can get uh kenny main he played college ball at quarterback for las vegas you know, probably really good Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, he played yeah. basketball for mm-hmm. the Dayton Flyers. He's yeah. an Ohio kid. Mm-hmm. I think it all works right there. But Cleveland, is it time to just like fold the team? The Cleveland experiment is over. Just send them to send do a Ravens and just send them off to another town so they can win a Super Bowl. I don't know what they need to do, but that that they're not even close to being close to anywhere being a good team. Right? How now. does that GM still have his job? I guess is my question. He shouldn't. He hired Chudzinski. He hired Petten. He he traded up to get Manziel. I think. I think after this season, heads have to roll for sure. Don't you think? GM well, gone, coach gone. They yeah, got to start over. We 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 started off terribly, and we fired our prince uh, team president, the Lions. I mean, and then the GM. He got fired. The offensive coordinator got fired. Why? What's the holdup in Cleveland? Why well, not just clean the house right Cleveland now? Cleveland is not a trash organization that's going to fire someone in the middle of the season. That's what Detroit Oh, my did. goodness you gracious. Know, take them out of their – they had their plans for the whole season. They get fired in the middle of the season. They for the record. Their kids. their kids are hungry now in good. the streets. Good. Yeah. Uh, that's two GMs in a row for the Lions that got fired midseason. Matt Millen being the other one. Well, that one was really, really That deserved. was necessary. To, you know, I, you know I, what? I believe Detroit is a city of second chances. So you think we're going to sign Ray Farmer as our new GM? That's, no. Matt Millen. Come back, Matt Millen. Come oh, back, no. Matt Millen. You know, he can't apologize enough, and, you I, know what else and I accept it. Would be, you know, now that, now that Harbaugh's gone, yeah. it's okay to bring back Schwartz. 
Two Schwartz. Schwartz, yeah. The Schwartz is with us. It's okay. He won't get smacked in the back anymore by Harbaugh, so he can come back and be the coach. Can I say right now, Lions fans are the craziest. I don't. I still don't even fathom. The, I, I'm upset that I'm a part of this fan base because these are the same people who said Jim Schwartz is classless. His emotion, he loses control. Now they have Jim Caldwell, a man who shows no emotion. They go, he shows no emotion. He doesn't care. Fire him. It's like, well, which is it? Which is it, guys? Do you want the guy who's just like, you know, chasing after coaches on the field to try to punch them after a handshake gone awry? Or do you want the guy who just keeps his emotions in check and tries to make calculated decisions on the field? The answer Both is, apparently are terrible. The answer is they want someone who wins, and since neither one of them are winning, they're going to complain 11 no matter and five what. 11-5 last year for Jim Caldwell. He still has a winning record as Lions coach, I believe, upon last review. So... I don't, I don't get this fan base, man. So anyway, moving on. Miami beats Baltimore in a game that definitely happened. Uh, Ray started Ryan Tannehill for his fantasy team. Threw for 89 yards on the day, so good job, me. Oh, man. Uh, well, we'll talk about fantasy later. We will. Man. we got to talk about who we're playing in the fantasy playoffs this week. Definitely so, got to talk yeah. about that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hate you. Uh, Seattle uh, goes to Minnesota. Can you figure out this Minnesota team? Yeah. You, you had a theory on this earlier off the air. Can you go ahead and share <laughs> that with not the people? Consistent. I mean, I think the whole league is like that. Look at Houston and Kansas City. They're, they're uh, extreme examples of being really bad one month and then really good the next month. But even the Patriots, really good for about two months and all of a sudden two weeks in a row just laid eggs. Not really clear what's happening yeah. with New England right now. Uh, let's see. Not it's, consistent. No one's consistent. Not even a little bit. Uh, to be fair, though, Minnesota, every time they got a first down, I saw a yellow flag on the field. Like, I don't want to, you know. Stop cheating. I, <laughs> most of those were very ticky-tack, down-the-field offensive holding plays and whatnot, where it sure as heck looks like the defender made contact on a block on a screen pass or something like that. It was, uh, I even tweeted out, I said, okay, we get it. You, we get it, refs. You want Seattle to win this game. Minnesota can't even have one good play without there being a hanky on the field. It got, it got really, at one point, Minnesota, when they were like in their desperation drive to try to get back into the game, had three penalties in a row and were first, uh, first down and 38 yards to go. <laughs> Backed up to their own like ten yard line. It was one of the most ridiculous sequences I've ever seen in my life. And two of those three penalties were god awful. Well, they lost thirty eight to seven, so you can't really blame no. The, blame, well, blame the refs. Seattle. Well, Seattle started. I mean, you can never blame the refs. You know, never ever in an NFL nope. game. No. Nope. Why? Why would that happen? <laughs> the I hate you. The the Jets go to the Giants and beat them. So right now, the Dallas Cowboys, who ended up winning. Are now at one game out of the playoffs at what three and nine, four and eight? Yeah, and you just basically laughed at me last week saying that ha 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 the Dallas. Oh, they're still then, not going to make the playoffs, oh, but how only, bad is that? Oh, they're division? not going to, but they're only one game out. Yeah, but how bad is that to? Who, oh, it's somebody so has bad. to go there now. It's so bad. Maybe the Eagles are getting a resurgence. My Eagles at five and seven. You know how I know it's bad. Dallas has a winning record in their division. Yes, they have. That's the best stat of it all. Is the fact that Dallas is three and zero in the NFC three East. Three and two. Three and two. Oh, three and two. I thought they were three and zero. No. No, they're three and two. There you go. Three and two in their division, which still is the best. Meaning they can't beat anybody outside the division, but they don't have to. Don't have Not to. this year. Six and ten gets you in, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Arizona Cardinals. That is a really good team. St. Louis Rams. That is not a very but good team. But see how even the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, you'd say they're a great team. And they they're a, great a very team. strong team. Remember a couple weeks ago? They got, they got blown out. Uh, was it at St. Louis? Uh, they were at St. Louis this week. So I believe it was St. Okay. Louis at home. A few weeks ago, yeah. they lost two in a row, I think. And almost lost three in a row. Yeah. But so no one's consistent. It's, they're it's good. Really and then all of a sudden, yeah. It's really, really hard. Uh, I really like that team a lot this year, though. Uh, Tampa Bay beats Atlanta. The free fall for Atlanta continues as they just... Remember when they were 6-0? and Oh, my goodness. 
Doesn't it feel like a really long time ago? Uh, now they're six and six. It was five and zero. Oh, excuse me. It was five and zero. Oh, now they're six and, oh? and six. Yeah. No one's consistent. No, well, they're cons- they're not good. They're consistent. They lose every game. Well, they're now. almost the opposite of the Chiefs. The Chiefs were one and six or one and five. One and five. Another. And then the Royals won the World Series, and they've won six games in a row since the Royals won the World Series. It's all true. Related? Yes. No. Hundred <laughs> percent guaranteed. Guaranteed. Forty-two uh, thirty-nine game of the day. Tennessee beats Jacksonville. Blake Bortles goes for five touchdowns, including three to my man Allen Robinson, and and loses. <laughs> I played Blake Bortles and I still won. I felt uh, lucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, both those teams are going somewhere because those two quarterbacks got something going on right there, and they don't even have great wide receivers. I guess you could say Jacksonville's up and coming wide receivers with Hearns and yeah. Allen Robinson, Julius Thomas at tight end now is back from injury, right. looking pretty good. But yeah, I'd... Jacksonville's playing better, Tennessee, but Tennessee's they suck so better. bad at the beginning of the season. No one's consistent. Nobody right? cares. Uh, let's see here. Kansas City beats Oakland. Ooh, we were down, boys. Down Tell me about the... this game. They were down in the fourth. It was one of those games where, uh, talk about penalties, Chiefs are just getting penalized every play of the game. I think they had 11 penalties. Well, stop cheating, obviously. Uh, right. <laughs> they, were, they had 11 penalties. They were minus two in the turnover margin. And uh, all of a sudden, and win by two touchdowns. All of a sudden, the fourth quarter, <laughs> David Carr remembers that it's the Raiders, and he throws three picks. Derek Carr? Derek Carr. I mean, David Carr could have remembered it, too. Did I say David Carr or yeah. Derek Carr? Oh. He was really good as the uh, Houston well, Texans. Derek Carr looked like David Carr in the fourth quarter. He threw three picks. He got beat up in real fact, bad. You know what? I started uh, Derek Carr in my picks league, and I won. So, Yeah. No, I get you. NFL humor. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Denver goes to San Diego and beats him 17-3 to in maybe the most boring game of the entire day. Really boring. That defense for Denver is legit, but that doesn't make that team fun to watch. No. And Philip Rivers, I was going up against Philip Rivers in fantasy. I still blew it, but he didn't throw any touchdowns. What's San Diego now? Three and nine? They're not good. I don't know. Three and nine, four but and eight. They're really good. That zone. Uh, you know what? They had promise <laughs> earlier this year. Uh, Carolina, actually, I take it all back. Carolina, New Orleans. That was the game of the day right there. Very, very fun game to watch. Uh, I just kept thinking to myself, whoever has the ball last is going to win this game because Carolina's got a very good defense. Saints put 38 points on him and still lost. Well, that's not what the Saints did have the ball last, and they didn't. It's true. They failed. But they seem like they mismanaged the clock at the end, too. That was just a really weird series of events in the last, like. It was. Well, you know what? If your leader's not up to par. Oh, my goodness. You're not going there again. I will not not let you even try that terrible uh, line of thinking again. If your leader's not up to par, he's going to mismanage the clock at the end of the game, and you won't. My gracious. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles beat New England 35 28. And we're trying to score every which way but offense in that game. So the fact that the Lions won 45-10 over the Eagles and the Eagles went to New England and won means the Lions are better than the Patriots, right? No. Because nobody's consistent? No. I think the Lions would have gone no to If no one's that. consistent, then you just look at the overall record. What oh, is that, is that what, what you do? Their, what is their overall record? 10-2. Uh, and two. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. They're very I, good. I thought they were 4-8, and eight, but... Yeah. Oh, that would, that would be Detroit. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I thought that's what I thought you meant. I thought you were trying to tell me that Detroit was ten and two. No, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Pittsburgh beats Indianapolis, and another team I can't figure out: Indianapolis Colts. Not consistent. <laughs> well, no Andrew Luck probably doesn't help them. That's they won team... their last three games without Andrew Luck. What are you talking about? You're not wrong, but at the same time, the quality of the opponent maybe wasn't the same as at Pittsburgh. It wasn't at Pittsburgh. It was at Indy. It was at Pittsburgh, sir. Was it at Pittsburgh? Yes, sir. Oh, well, it was a blowout. River Stadium. It was terrible. It was a blowout. It didn't I'm just saying, if you're down a couple scores, Matt Hasselbeck's not the guy you're ready to like lead back. He's not pulling a Frank Reich 
and bringing them all the way back from from halftime loss, uh, deficits. Yeah, uh, I just want to mention that you're actually looking at the the yes, game. No, yeah. I I have it in front I'm, of me. Yeah, That's okay. why when you yeah. say things like that, yeah. I go no. Okay, <laughs> I was pretty sure it was at Indy, but it doesn't matter. For the viewers at home, I'm actually looking at the scoreboard yeah. when I do <laughs> I'm this. I'm not. I'm not doing it for memory because that'd be crazy. Uh, Dallas beats Washington in a game that definitely happened. From what you, I I missed this game. Uh, it was really boring, and then the last two minutes, you know, it got crazy. Deshaun Jackson tried to be the hero and fumbled at the five yard line, and and then Dallas should have just kneeled on the ball and scored the last second. They didn't. They scored, and then they let Deshaun Jackson score another long touchdown. And, and they left too much time on the clock. And they left too much time on the clock, and uh, Dan Bailey fits four yarder to win. Oops, sorry, buddy. And then the Thursday night game, the game of the week. Ah, oh, it's great. These game. are all games of the week. Uh, Detroit has Green Bay on the ropes. Just beating them senseless. Uh, a, a series goes by where Green Bay gets two quick touchdowns, uh, and honestly deserve both of them. I mean, uh, uh, the one the one miscue of our left tackle Riley Reef all day. He hits Matt Stafford as he's pulling the ball back. It's a fumble recovered at like the nine yard line. Mm. They punch it in two plays. Later. You got to yeah. give him full credit for that. I mean, it was a great defensive play. It was really right. a lapse in offense. Yeah. Um. And then Detroit went. When Detroit got up 20 to nothing, they went super conservative for about almost the entire second half of the game. Yeah. When they drove down the field to open it and, and went from 17 nothing to, to 20 to nothing, they immediately took their foot off the gas. They said, these are enough points to do this. And if not for an inauspicious bad ref decision to throw a flag and a non-face mask penalty at the end of the game... The conservative, this is what I don't like about Lions fan as well. Mm-hmm. Conservative game call and game plan screwed us. If a not face mask is not called a face mask, the conservative game plan worked. Okay. I, I understand. <laughs> the game is over I, before I, this Hail I, Mary. I, I, oh, I understand your frustration at that, that face mask call. Because when you watch it super slow, it should not have been a face mask. But I understand why the refs at full speed called it. Because you see his, his hand go across the face sure. mask. And then the, and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers flops. Well, he didn't flop. He didn't make his mask go sideways. He turned his head. That doesn't make your mask go sideways, right? His, his mask did not go sideways. First off, he leaned slightly to the right. We he leaned watch it slightly. Again. When he gets up, his mask was sideways. Okay, well, that was him flopping right there. <laughs> you can't well, flop the, and the, make your the mask thing, sideways. The part about that call that kind of infuriates me the most mm-hmm. is the fact that there was a referee looking dead on at the, at the play. And and this is to my remembrance is the the call was thrown by the official behind the play who was out of position who couldn't actually see what was what was happening. Yeah. All he saw was the guy go by Aaron Rodgers who ended up grabbing his shoulder pad. Aaron Rodgers turns his head. He gets pulled down that way and without actually seeing a face mask happening throws the yellow flag well, where the referee who was looking right at it did not throw a flag. He saw his face mask was sideways and how else does his face mask get sideways? It wasn't a face mask. But I'm saying <laughs> apparently there's a way. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. But you know what frustrates me about that play? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, they were doing one of those, trying to do like a Music City Miracle type play where they're, right. they're throwing it back. And they threw it back to Aaron Rodgers, and there was no one There's around Aaron Rodgers, okay? Do. Yes. Aaron Rodgers is falling down anyway. Right. Don't put your face, don't put your hand up by the guy's face. You're not wrong. No, that's a hundred percent. That's that's a fault on Devin Taylor. Yeah, uh, is you have him contained. There's he cannot throw the ball forward. Yeah, he can only throw the ball backwards where there is, as you know, there is no one, nobody. Yeah. So all you have to do is contain him, 
grab him, put him down. Yeah. He got a little excited in the moment, and I understand he was swiping. He's just trying to make the game get over. Yeah, you don't need to swipe at him. He's falling down. You are correct. You know what I mean? That, that is 100% don't try to true. Do too much. And so it was a dumb play by him. It was a little over aggressive. It was a little over aggressive. However, I guess where I'm, I'm still frustrated is the referee who was looking right at the play from the front, who saw it was not a face mask, did not come over and correct the guy who was out of position who threw the flag. Yeah. So whether or not you want to argue the semantics of, oh, he had a finger slightly in there. If you look at the rules of face masks, you were actually, did you know this, Brent? Because I had to look it up after the game because I was so mad. There's no five, there's no five yard there's face not mask. Not anymore. Game, right? But the thing is, you're actually allowed to grab a face mask. As long as you let go of it right away. Correct. Yeah. As and you it, can it's, touch it as long as you let go. As of long it. as you do not like pull his head sure. or, or twist or anything like that. There's actual, it's in the verbatim of the rule book. If you don't do any of those things, you're allowed to grab a face mask. Yeah. It's hard to argue that that one finger for like a millisecond second that got caught in there yeah. and then immediately released is any kind of a real face mask penalty right. by the rules of the game. Sure, I understand. So but that's yeah, where I'm frustrated. All that, all that being said, they still, still were at play. the ball at yeah. the 39-yard yes. line. Have you ever heard of a 61-yard Hail Mary that went all the way to the end zone before? Yes. A 61-yarder. It happened on Thursday. <laughs> well, other than that, right? Uh, not often. Maybe the Cordell Stewart play, but that didn't even get all the way to the end zone. Yeah, it didn't get all the way to the end zone. It tipped and he caught it at like the 20. So here's, you know, the biggest problem I see is one that was kind of, you know, I understand that's an effort play. He's trying to get Aaron Rodgers down. That's fine. Okay, I can accept that. If it's a a hustle mistake, I don't get as bad. What I can accept is that defense that Detroit played on that game. They rushed three guys, Yeah, yeah. First of all, what you want to do on that play is rush five guys. That way he has to throw it right away. Also, you want to rush five so you can contain him better. Right. Because the only reason he could get all the way to the end zone is because he, he was able to get outside. And that's the other problem I have. They look like they're rushing to sack him. Just keep him inside the pocket. Right. Because if he has to step up, you're going to be able to hit him while he's stepping you're up. You're allowed right? to influence his motion. Right. So, But if he gets outside, then he takes a 10-yard run at it. That makes him be he able to He took a bunch of steps and launched it 61 yeah, yards. Exactly. Uh, and also, the other thing that people brought up that's valid, why wasn't Calvin Johnson in there? Why wasn't standing Calvin? at the goal line? I get that. I mean, he's not a defensive player. And then if then if something happens and he it, he messes up, they're like, "Oh, he's not a defender. Why is he in there?" It happened on the onside kick in the other game where yeah. Calvin screwed it up. Yeah. He, but at the same time, though, if all you're trying to do is is prevent a a, a, a bomb, mm-hmm. who on that entire stadium is better at catching that type of pass than Calvin Johnson? Oh, you know the other the other problem with that play is if you look at them when they're lined up, they had two guys covering the flats. Yeah. <laughs> just get to the end zone. There's no guy. So why were either, the Lions covering the back of the end zone? Either those, either those two guys in the flats need to rush, or they need to drop back. Yeah, and then maybe one of them could be in front of the tight end. Or he got a free, he was just running by himself the entire time. No one ever touched him until he was until he was like, "Oh, you caught it. Let me help you. Let me cushion your fall as you're falling down yeah. in the end zone." It was bad defense on the final play. The only thing I would say about that is it's a final play that never should have happened. That's, Maybe that's the upsetting part. But you know me. what? Sometimes that's the human element of the game, and then you still have to play on, right? So you still well, clearly you don't. <laughs> you still have to be able to stop a sixty-one yard touchdown. <laughs> only, only to me, right? And the, <laughs> only to my team and, do things like this happen. Well, I let me let me ask you this, Ray. Yes, and I want you to be honest with me. Yes, let's take let's take this and pretend that it's not Detroit, right? Right, and let's pretend this happened to the Cleveland Browns. What would you be saying right now if this happened to the Cleveland Browns right now? Uh, I would still probably be talking about the penalty 
being like it's a play that should not have happened, but I would be probably much harsher on giving up that final yeah, play than say, I am. That's what trash teams do like Cleveland. No, trash teams like Cleveland lose 37 to 3 at home well. <laughs> with Austin Davis at quarterback. Well, that's that's the difference between, I've heard this comparison before. Cleveland Browns, Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. They are like stepbrothers in 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 an NFL Wow. Sense. You admitted no, it. Wow. I, I've heard it echoed a lot of times mm-hmm. this week and I think there might be because they are two of the oldest franchises mm-hmm. and neither one has been to a Super Bowl, you can draw a comparison. I would argue that the Lions uh, traditionally put better teams on the field than Cleveland do. When Cleveland, the bottom falls out for Cleveland, it's not typically an unlucky play. It's a poor effort. Uh, it's it's we get bombed out. You know, we just lose. When the Lions lose, it's always something spectacular which, and oftentimes out of their control. In your lifetime, which team has come closer to going to the Super Bowl, though? Uh, both teams have made their respective uh, championship games. But so. which team almost won the championship game? Which Cleveland almost against the Denver game? Is that yeah, what you're talking about? The, the drive? The drive. They almost won that game. John I mean, granted, Elway, here's that was, what, 30 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> John Elway was never going to let them win that game. <laughs> I'll just, sorry, well, no. sorry, Cleveland. If Ernest Biner doesn't fumble going into the end zone, it doesn't matter what John Elway does. Well, sure. And if Mark Rippon's never born, the Lions go in 1991. Oh, there you go. So, you know, it is what it is, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so that was the game. It was, it was, I I was watching it. I watched the second half in a, in a, in a, in a bar restaurant. And there were, of course, Packer fans everywhere around me. There are no Lions fans in Los Angeles, at least not where I am ever. Uh, How, how was your experience there? Like you, I knew you were going to watch the second half of the game at a bar, right? Just some random bar just yeah, by where you work, right? Okay, so how was that? Um, I just said it was honestly quiet. Were there Packers the fans there? There was one dude who was a mild Packers fan sitting like, but he left before the final play. He got sick of it. He just went, oh, and he left. So wow. I was basically by myself. I watched the play. I'm excited because I'm watching this this uh, this throwback and lateral play, and I watch Aaron Rodgers get it. I'm like, there's nowhere for him to go with the ball. Yeah. This game is over. I'm like, I'm getting my coat ready. I'm ready to leave. I've already paid my bill. I'm just like, oh, I'm getting out of here. I'm excited. I'm happy. And then all of a sudden, I see the, I see the flag, and I go, are you effing? Is this really going the way I think it's about to go? And then I watch the Hail Mary. I watch the ball. Perfect throw by Aaron Rodgers. You give him full credit there. A perfect catch by Boy, Richard Rodgers in the end zone. That like, thing was so high, Like, man. you might as well call that play in real life because it worked so well. And he catches it. I watch him hit the ground in the end zone with the ball. I see the referee's hands go up, and I just – I realize – I. I, I, I have the foresight to realize I'm about to start spewing an unending barrage of profanity at extremely high volume. So I just, I put my head down, I get up and I just quietly walk out of the restaurant. Um, and then I start mumbling curse words to myself all the way back to the car. No, so no one gave it to you. No one was giving you any grief as you left the no, bar. Oh no, there were no real Packers fans there. Like I say, the one guy had left already, you know, it was a, uh, we'll just call it a disappointment. <laughs> that, yeah. Look, <laughs> I even 10% of me felt bad for you. Uh, 10% is about 9.5% more than usual, so yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. Um, you know, what are you going to do? It's it, Here's the deal. If this was the game that keeps us out of the playoffs this year, uh, at the end of the season, I'm going to look back really, really angrily. If Ooh. this was week 17, Man. win and you're in, I would be still livid right now. I just watched this play where Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers just got... I'm not trolling In any you, case, we got to talk about bowl games right up now. on my computer. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, because you typed it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, there's that. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about some bowl games and uh, Foster Farms and chicken and whatnot. Okay. After three seconds of David Lee Roth. I live my life like this. No tomorrow. All I've got, I had to steal. 
And bowl season is now upon us. We've already yeah. hit up on briefly. Your Nebraska Cornhuskers be, trying to be one of the only teams ever to go 5-8. and eight. They might be the only team to ever go 5-8. I eight, mean, some teams right? have played 13 games in the regular season before with bowl championship games and whatnot, so it's possible. I can't think off the top of my head of another team that's ever gone 5-8, and eight, though. Yeah. So, I'll tell you what. This, uh, they got a tough matchup, too. Yeah, UCLA is no joke. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're like some next-gen team. But they're good. Well, they've lost. They they had a bunch of defensive injuries during the season, and had they not done that, they you know they could have been. They're eight and four. They're probably eight and four. Yeah, yeah, they are eight and four. Well, so I'm saying go. if they hadn't had oh. those injuries, they might be ten and two. I'll be honest with you. How are you playing an eight and four team? I assumed that your opponent was going to be six and six. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my bad assumption on my part. Um, so yeah, Foster Farms Bowl, Brent. So are we extending Mike Riley now, or are we waiting till yeah. after the bowl yeah, game? Yeah, extend him now. Uh, seven years, ten years, how many? Twenty years? Yeah. Well, he was never going to be there for a lot of years. He's 62 years old, dude. Interesting. Yeah. So lifetime. Yeah. Lifetime exactly. extension. Uh, so what? I mean, and also the story coming out about LSU and Les Miles. They want to show him the door mm-hmm. after a tumultuous season where he goes nine and three. That was all rumors, though. Like th- those had... were persistent and aggressive rumors, though. Like they were coming from so all what, sides. What other kind are there? What other kind of rumors are there on now in this day age? Uh, There's you know, whispers. Day and age of, yeah, whispers. Whispers. And, I don't know. Those weren't whispers. I don't those believe were they were ever really going to fire him. I believe there was like some of the fans were you know boosters and things were making noise and and maybe like one person said something and some guy some sources say thing online. I don't think they're ever going to fire Les, Les Miles. Les Miles is a personality a little bit like Jim Harbaugh and that he can really rub authority the wrong way. Les Miles would have been unemployed for less than five minutes. Five right? seconds. <laughs> for real. Uh, hey, South Carolina's looking for a coach. Thank you. For example. Yeah. Uh, but Les Miles is like Jim Harbaugh in that he, you know, he really does like rub people the wrong way in, in, in higher uh, echelons. That's the reason why he didn't get uh, asked to come to Michigan uh, when uh, Brady Hoke got hired. Yeah. Is Les Miles is the obvious candidate for that job. But they hire, you're saying they hired the same type of guy. Because they're desperate now. Oh, okay. <laughs> they didn't feel desperate after one bad coach. And I don't even think Brady Hoke's a bad coach, but he definitely isn't Michigan. He's not Michigan caliber. I think Brady Hoke could go to a mid-major type school and be successful, but he's not ready. Coming from no, no, nowhere to be Michigan that. Caliber. I thought he was Michigan caliber, just like Gary Moeller. Gary Moeller was a good coach when he was yeah. there. Just uh, that ended badly for him <laughs> off the field. <laughs> hey, Gary Moeller, also a decent Detroit Lions head coach. Yeah. Interim head coach, I believe, when Bobby Ross quit halfway through the season. Not the same Gary Moeller. The same Gary Moeller really? from Michigan. Yeah. Wearing his Lions leather. Wow. Yeah. I love me some Gary Moeller as well. Yeah. Nobody remembers that Gary Moeller actually was for like seven games the Detroit Lions head wow. coach. Uh, those were good times. Um, yeah. So you got to give him a. a Credit for uh, winning five games this year with Nebraska based on the fact that he hasn't been able to bring any talent in. So since the recruiting was bad, getting five wins with this Nebraska team is a miracle. Seven losses by a total of 31 points. So what I hear you saying is seven losses. Yeah. You know what? Absolutely. You know what good teams do? Win those games. They win close games. Do they not? Yeah. Good teams like Green Bay. (laughs) How dare you? Thank you. Yeah, that's all you got left yeah, right now well. is a Green Bay throw. <laughs> now, uh, tell me right now. Are now that we've seen the season that is, mm-hmm. your team is at best going to go below five hundred, yeah. and at worst be the first team ever to our knowledge to go five and eight. Right? Are you mad that they fired Bo Pelini? Uh, no, not at all. Are you no. mad that they hired no. Mike Riley? Uh, okay. Because clearly there's got to be a disconnect somewhere. You uh, were coming into this year not even giving a second thought to the notion that they'd be below five hundred. Right. But they did lose on a Hail Mary, and they lost three other games like on the last play of the game. Right. So if they win two of those games, they're, they're 7-5, and five, and no one 
is saying That's it. No still one can. Not good. Yeah, but seven to five is still no one's like, oh, five and seven. If they win three of those, I mean, they should have won all four of those games. You're, right. Yeah. So that makes them what nine and three. That gives that makes them five and seven is what it makes. Well, them. I'm saying if they had won, if they had played a little smarter or a little things had gone a different way, they'd be nine and three. Because who fires? It's not like it's not like they. It's not like Bo Pelini when we played. Look, we lost to Wisconsin this year, but we lost on a field goal the last second. We didn't get blown out seventy-seven to ten. Man, that's a bad and, score right and there. And you can say that's a that. You can say they're both a loss, but they're different types of losses. Yeah, and I think LSU proves you don't blow out a successful coach who goes nine and three every year, unless you're Nebraska and want to go sub five hundred the next year. Okay, well, could you just be real for a second? You can't I'm be happy real. with this season. I'm, I'm not saying you I'm happy. can't be happy. I'm not saying I'm um happy with this with the results of five and seven, but they haven't played that badly. They just haven't won like really close games at the end. And also, I can't be that upset. He has a completely different offense. We have a running quarterback with a passing style offense, mm-hmm. and we still <laughs> we still almost won a bunch of games. It's and also the the type of defense that he runs is a completely different type of defense. Okay. We don't have the cornerbacks for it, so he can't recruit. Is what I hear you saying. He got on campus in December, dude. When the, you get you recruit, you're you're almost done recruiting now. It's the dead period. Mm. Like he came on right now. He had like two weeks to recruit. You know, uh, you were making you weren't making the excuse for Jim Harbaugh when he came in in like February. So? And he was able to recruit much better than Mike Riley in Nebraska. Are we just accepting that he they're a lower-tier they, uh, program? They already, had, they already had a bunch of recruits. He didn't get that many recruits mm. at the deadline. Yeah. He didn't get that many of them. They were already coming. Interesting. Okay. So Foster Farms Don't try Bowl. to spin it, Ray. You're not I, don't, I don't need to spin it. You fired a successful coach for a guy who went 5-7. and seven. And how There's did, no need for how spin. Did, and how did Bo Pelini do this year at Youngstown State? I didn't even realize he was coaching somewhere okay, this year. Okay, yeah. See? That's the point. <laughs> so how did he do at Youngstown State? They didn't do that great. Did we look it up? Do you want to look it up real quick? So yeah, Bo Pelini, really good. Five and six. Five and six. But again, Brent, you know, he came in late in the process. He wasn't able to recruit his own players. He's running a totally different style of defense okay, than what well, Youngstown State I'll runs. Give him, I'll give him the option to, to get better, too. But you would think a big uh, guy come from a big program would have a lot more success at a small program. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah, you would think so. We actually had to look that one up just now because I mean, we lost, had no idea. He lost to such giants as Illinois State, uh, Missouri State, North Dakota State, that you don't, you don't, and fake South Dakota State, either Although, of the Dakotas. <laughs> and they lost that Pittsburgh is not even good. Yeah, but you know Pittsburgh at least has been good recently. Team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, well, yeah hey, I just, I just, at least they beat Robert Morris in overtime. Well, that's that's a win. Uh, I just found out what the uh, mascot of Youngstown State is. I had no idea. People at home, let's give it a second. The Youngstown State. This is where Jim Tressel came from before going to Ohio State. Angry Pelinis. The Angry Pelinis is the new name. Otherwise, with the Youngstown State Penguins. <laughs> That's a great uh, appropriate it's name. An appropriate hockey name. There's I don't know about football. so many penguins in. In Ohio. Ohio, yeah, there's and a lot in of Pittsburgh them. too. Just know. don't worry about all that. Uh, so Bo Pelini, great coach. Uh, we've labored on this long enough. Uh, Michigan is going is the best of the non BCS style bowls. They're going to the Citrus Bowl to play against SEC um, almost champion Florida. And I'll be honest with you, I'm super happy about that. They weren't going to make one of the big time BCS games. I mean, Iowa's going to the Rose Bowl. Uh, if you are Michigan, you got to be really happy about this matchup because yes. Because Florida has no quarterback. No. So basically all you have to do is stop the run. I mean, that's what Alabama did in the <laughs> championship game. Yeah. That's embarrassing that that team was in the SEC championship game. They still they went, s- what, 10-2? and two? They, 
I mean, they went ten and two, but they didn't play a lot of the the good teams. Are you trying to say right now the SEC might be mildly overrated? Thank you. I am. I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying they are overrated. They're way overrated, and uh, I'm I'm excited for this matchup. I think Michigan is going to handle them, but you know, look, the 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 Big Ten is good enough that they get their under five hundred teams in. Two of them. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, that's a good point. Thank you. That just means that they're academically quality schools. <laughs> and again, I'll give Nebraska hey, smart for players. That. Smart players are a lot of times good players. Can happen, especially if they're offensive linemen. That's right. And we got the final four working here. So we have a one four uh, Oklahoma versus Clemson. Clemson being the one, and we have Alabama, Michigan State as Sparty. That game against that last drive. Gosh, I kind of feel plays. like Alabama and Michigan State should be in the opposite games. But okay, yeah, I would whatever. like to see them play. Well, I'm not convinced Alabama is going to win that game. Alabama look they're pretty, not unbeatable. Pretty, they're not unbeatable, but they look pretty strong at the end of the year. They look pretty strong at the end of last year too, and then Ohio State completely handled them. How about uh, you know we haven't talked about this Riley Smith's team, Iowa. Give them credit. And you know what, Riley and I have talked, and I was I, you know, I said, hey man, that was a we, uh, tough game, and he's like, he's like, you know what, I waited a long time for this game. Uh, it's definitely sucked. But he's really happy yeah. that, that he gets to go watch them in the Rose Bowl. Right. You know, so. Uh, I'm happy for them because that means Ohio State's not man, going to the Rose Bowl. To be, to be 27 seconds away. <sighs> and from, to give up. To, they had not given up a 22-yard drive the entire season. 22-play drive? 22-play drive, excuse me. Who was given up? 22-play pl- <laughs> drive was like, I think they said it was the longest drive of the season in the Big Ten or By something By anybody. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just in the, the most crucial just, spot it was where just, you can't let that happen. They it was let just it happen. punishing. It was a punishing driver. I don't know what Three yards in a cloud of dust yeah. over an entire length of the football field. Yeah. And then give him credit on that effort play to score the touchdown on third down. Oh, man. Because that was third, fourth, fifth effort to get that ball yeah. in. It looked like he was stopped at the two, and he spun around yeah. and reached the ball out. So, I, And let me say right now, yeah. and this is why I, that Michigan, Michigan State punt play that blew the game was heartbreaking. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Given what transpired the entire rest mm-hmm. of the football season, I'm glad it happened as a Michigan fan. I wouldn't be. Because but... it prevented it prevented Ohio State okay. from going anywhere, and Michigan State's got a real look at Alabama. And this is and and that game right there is a perfect microcosm of why I'm not disappointed in the job Mike Riley's done. Because Michigan State and Iowa, two good teams yeah. in the Big Ten Championship. Nebraska beat Michigan State. They did. And they basically know, and they uh and they almost beat Iowa. Came they, close. they didn't get blown out by either one of those teams, and those are good, two good, two good yeah, quality teams. Can you really, as a Nebraska fan, you remember the '90s? I assume. Oh sure. Um, you can't sit back and be like, "It's a successful Nebraska season. We didn't get blown out by everybody." I didn't say it was a successful season. I'm saying it's it's building blocks, right? Okay. Yeah. It just, I just, I'm I, not unhappy with with the job he's doing. The results could have been better, but I'm also not going to say, "Oh, after one year, oh, you got to go." Like there are these crazy Husker fans that are out there going, "He's got to go." That was me when Rich Rodriguez <laughs> uh, went three and nine his first year of Michigan. Yeah. Well, I, I'd say the same thing if I was Michigan. If I was you, I would have said, "Look." Rich Rod is bringing in a, a vastly different type of offense. Yeah, he barely right? got it to 500 after three I years. I know, I know. It did. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it was it's, terrible. It's really one of the, to me, kind of a one of the stranger things I've seen in college football because the he's, thing, the thing we've seen him do everywhere else he's gone is like they yeah. score points. Yeah, Arizona's great under him. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know. It's too crazy. Maybe it's the cold not weather. Good, not a good fit. Know. Well, maybe the cold weather. It's I, I guess the I other guess. Two, the other two places he was. West Virginia's not the warmest place in the world. It's not, but it's not Michigan yeah, in that's December. True, that's true. Uh, so if you're going to get some predictions right now, Michigan State versus Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and then who wins the title? Uh, 
I, Do you want yeah. me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. I think Oklahoma beats Clemson. I think they're, Clemson is a little bit fraudulent this year. Mm-hmm. They are undefeated. I mean, they're the only undefeated team of this batch. I give them full credit for that. I think Oklahoma is also a little overrated as well, but somebody's got to win this game, and I think Clemson's going to find this moment to poop the bed. Oklahoma's going to just use their medal, and they're going to go over on them. And... Gosh. I, think, I think Oklahoma wins that game also. I think Alabama losing last year to Ohio State is going to refocus them. I think they beat Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to beat Michigan State. Yeah. I will be rooting for Michigan State in that game, but I do believe Alabama, and maybe this is just because I watch too much ESPN, so that SEC bias gets in me. I think Alabama beats Oklahoma and wins the national championship. Mm-hmm. I think Oklahoma beats Clemson. I think Sparty beats Alabama. Okay. I just think they're 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 playing really good right now. Do you now. think Sparty wins the title or are you giving I it to Oklahoma? I think Sparty wins the title. You're giving it all the way yeah. to Sparty. That's right. You Woo! know what? The only t- I believe that the only team that can beat Michigan State in this season is the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Jeez, oh, oh Pete, you would love and that. And how great you? would that be? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like West Virginia last or uh, uh, Virginia Tech last year. That's right. The only team to beat Ohio State. TV's no. Benny Arthur. That's right. It's his team right there. <laughs> the only team to beat the champions. Woo. Gotta love it. So that's that. But right I do there. think I do think uh, that the Michigan State. I mean, th- those are good. Those They're are good. Teams. Those are both good matchups. Good teams. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think really. I don't think Clemson can win it, but I think any of the other three teams can win it. Um, I, I do enough. want to talk about really quick. What did you think? Did you see the whole thing with Connor Cook, Michigan State's quarterback? So we just watched it, and Connor Cook does not look good in that video. Although, you know, Archie Griffin is an Ohio State guy, so it's you're allowed to be disrespectful. Do you think to Connor Archie Cook Griffin. knew who that was? You're giving no, Connor Cook a lot of credit. No clue. Yeah. Here's the deal: Had you not told me that was Archie Griffin, I wouldn't have known it was Archie Griffin. Right. The and, only guy to win two Heisman's, Archie Griffin. Yeah. He's kind of a, he's kind of a big thing kind in of a big college deal. football, especially uh, Big Ten football. Uh, here's the deal: Th- this may be a little microcosm of why he's not a captain on the team. At being a four year starter and not a captain on the so team. So if you're an NFL team and you're looking at desperately needing a new quarterback, like you're uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, doesn't this look a little bit like what you would have seen? Couldn't we have? Couldn't you imagine that's Ryan Leaf right there, or Johnny Manziel, or Johnny Manziel? Yes, is the answer to that. But also at the same time, I could have almost imagined that that was Jameis Winston too, and he's been a success story. Well, that's all. That hey, so, look, I still picked them to win the national championship race. So. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, give Connor Cook all the credit. You know what? I'm gonna go. Out, I'm just gonna put it out there, even if it's not true, and say he was disrespecting Ohio State in that moment intentionally. And you're okay with that? I'm okay with it. There you go. <laughs> so let's come on back. We're gonna wrap up the show after three seconds of Dave Matthews. So quickly, Fallout 4, I finally beat the main storyline of the game, Brent. Oh. So, um, welcome to two weeks yeah, ago. Welcome to Brent, who played 150 hours of Fallout 4 over the course of three weeks when the game from hey, the game what? coming out. Don't you work? He wanted it more. Aren't you married? Brent How did this happen? You know what? My wife supports my addiction. Yeah, well, that's fair <laughs> enough. She'd have to. <laughs> or she'd be gone. She's... Crawls out through the Fallout, baby, when they drop that bomb. What is it, uh, Radium? What a weird song. There are they some, have such weird I love it, though. songs from the 40s. Like People had such lackadaisical and blasé attitudes towards bombs. Well, it was fresh in their minds, and it just happened. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen to us. Yeah. So like, so, oh, let's, 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 hey, let's sing about it. Uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, so, yes, I, I finished the main storyline uh, of the four main factions of the game. We're not going to spoil her too much mm-hmm. right now, but I just want to tell the quick story. I joined the Institute. They were the only side that made any sense oh whatsoever. Goodness. Wow, you joined... You joined elitist, yes. like very conservative, bloodthirsty, don't care about their fellow man. I don't see what's different institute. than the Institute here and the Brotherhood of Steel in Fallout New Vegas. 
They're out for yeah, themselves. Yeah, they were jerks too. I'd like them too. They were jerks too. Of all the people in the wasteland, they were they were trying to benefit humanity. There was family at stake without saying too much. And and I would just say right now, like they were the only team that made any sense that didn't come across as a bunch of whiny bees, like that railroad faction, oh which wanted goodness. equal you rights really sound, for ATM machines. You really sound like a right wing person right now because that's what oh right wing people say. They say, "Oh well, these these poor people, they're just whiny. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps." What do you mean whiny? I I look at the railroad and they're like PETA in that they're just they they, they want equal rights for animals. They oh, want no you, zoos. You said that earlier, and I thought you meant PETA from the Hunger Games. Oh, I was like, goodness. well, everyone loves PETA. Oh, I meant Rodney PETA. The former quarterback for USC wow. and the Detroit Lions. Well, no. hey, you know what? You know who was very attractive? His wife, Holly Robinson Peta. She's lovely. <laughs> uh, no, but even the even the railroad themselves put out there, like you know, I think sometimes there's people in our faction that want way too much. Like they want equal. What is it going to be illegal for these guys to hack a computer because you'd hurt the computer's feelings? And as soon as that guy said that, it clicked in my head. I went, yeah. You're a member of this organization. You, you see, they're full the, of crap. Listen to the crazy guys. That was Deacon, the guy who follows you, who says Deacon, that. Deacon is a liar. He will say that he lies about everything. You, you shouldn't listen to anything that Deacon says. Um, he's the guy. He's my favorite guy in yeah. the game, by the way. He's the second in command for the railroad, and you're saying he's a liar. You he shouldn't is. follow him. You're right. I didn't follow him. I murdered him. He's a liar. I mean, about he exaggerates things. Um, that's fine. And he's sarcastic. He was being sarcastic. He Ray. was not. Here's the deal. Okay. Not when you're trying to recruit me. Look, do, you I think, do you think Jim Harbaugh goes into a kid's home from Michigan and he's all just like, well, I mean, this team might not be that good next year. You want to come to Michigan? No, you tell the truth. You put the best face you can on it. You're not sarcastic about it or you're going to get murdered in, in Hangman's Alley mm. <laughs> while you're sleeping. Well, Deacon. I'm sorry. In my run through, the Institute did not make it, right? Oh, no. My people. That's right. But you joined the railroad. I did. I believed in the railroad. So Such a bad call. Uh, it was a great call. It was the best call. Oh, my goodness. But then you went back and did all the others. Of course I did. And I hated the, the other ones. I love the, the Institute ones. They were the only people that made sense in the wasteland. It made me happy. But mm. we're running short on time, Brent, so we got to end the show you right now. You literally picked the bad guys. That, that They're not bad. They, you, what do they do that's bad? You intentionally picked Vader. Like, oh, this is, oh the, cool, this is the cool villain. If Vader actually had the, the, the cool villain. benefiting, like, the mankind, that's what he's trying he to do. He doesn't. They don't. They're, they're, oh, my the goodness. The Institute right. wants to help people. You drank the Kool-Aid. Uh, you know what? Gladly, because they're the only people spouting what isn't nonsense. All right, you guys, uh, you know, right, right into the show. Tell Ray how wrong he is. Well, you can do that, is. but you'd be you'd be wrong. Uh, so it's time to wrap up the show, Brent. Uh, we got to get on out of here. So uh, we have hey, to have uh, some people we want to thank. We got to talk about the raisin. Speaking of uh, you know people winning and losing. Oh, we got to talk about the raisin Brent fantasy league. We don't have to. Well, we do. Let's talk about who we're playing in the playoffs this week. Okay. Well, who are you it's playing the- in the playoffs, Brent? I'm playing Benny Arthur. Hey, TV's Benny Arthur, yeah. friend of the show. Who are you playing? I'm not. Well, I don't understand. I did you, not make the playoffs. You said this year. that like you know it's almost impossible. You said it's impossible to miss the playoffs. In it our is league. nearly impossible, except if you play the two worst teams, Rafi and David Noller and Trevor Producer, and both of them put over a hundred points on you. I think for the first time all year, either team put up a hundred points mm. all year. They picked the very end of the season when I only needed to win one of those two games to make the so playoffs. What you're saying is you are the worst team in the Raisin Brent Fantasy is, League because you lost to the two worst teams. That, is that makes a, that you is the true. worst team by the transitive property. Uh, by the and transitive property. Ray, congratulations. Here is your last place no, trophy not for it. the Raisin Bread Fantasy League. Ray, good of, job, man. Of 12 last teams, place. I have I the finished, naked baby trophy. I finished 11th out of 12. Rafi's team still the baby trophy. Well, look, I I don't base it on I base it on like based on a feeling. On feeling and you said <laughs> I lost to the worst two teams. That's what you said. It's true. 
So that means I lost you, to teams ranked ten, no, you, a nine. You are the worst and twelve. You lost the worst of teams. That makes you, by proxy, the worst team. I wish it worked that way. That would also make Nebraska. It, it would also make Nebraska playing for the national championship. Oh, well, maybe Michigan State. I agree with that. So let's not get crazy. Yeah, right let's now. do it. <laughs> yeah. I am the Nebraska of our league, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> uh, but did not finish last place. Although, crazily enough, the teams that finished 9, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12 all finished with the same record. 4 and 9. 4 and 9. Top which, heavy. not good. I should have won more. What if the 4 and 9 guy that made it, and literally, it was so it came down to a tiebreaker who scored the most points in the league, and uh, Chris Frierson, he scored 11 more points than Dino. Love it. Dino had scored 12 more points during the entire season. He'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. Ten points an entire season. Oh. And we had a game come down to what? Point zero one points? So what are you and Dino and Rafi doing this weekend when you're not in the playoffs? You guys all having like a party? Like We're having a barbecue. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're With having... no meat, though, right? No, no meat No wings. No wings, for sure. Oh, no. Wings are not allowed at this yeah, party. Thank you. <laughs> We're eating cold hot dogs. <laughs> That's right. Vienna sausages. Yeah, we can't turn the grill on. That's right. That's also for winners. Nice. Uh, anyway, we got to get out of here this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. We got people who want to thank Brent. We got to thank Jeremy Buck in the bang. Train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks, of See, course. I told you, you always. I do, <laughs> because it's, you know what? I got to restate it, because you got to thank the train wrecks. You, you, I don't, you don't repeat David, uh, you don't repeat Jeremy Buck in the bang. You don't like them as much as you like the no, train No, you don't repeat Jeremy Buck well, in the bang. You should. Because you don't have to repeat everything. It makes the show twice as long. Yeah, I like that. Like, we just keep talking about things over and over and over, and then pretty soon the show's an hour long, you know? What happens? If you just stop talking, just stop talking, move on, move on to the next thing. But no, Ray keeps talking. Ray keeps talking and not moving on to the next thing. Got to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to thank them. Got to thank them as well. Hey, I bought Monsell art. Sell me some art. I bought art from Jer- Jordan Monsell. You did? I bought some art pieces. Nice. Some G.I. Joe silhouettes. Cool. And they're fantastic. I haven't seen them yet, but I assume they're fantastic. They're in the mail. Oh, they're in the mail. They're in the mail right now. You shipped okay. them from San Francisco. Are they pretty much like you look at them and they're, they are what they seem, or are they more than meets the eye? That would be Transformers. But these my silhouettes are stands. clearly... My question still stands. Half the battle. Wow. That's it. So we also have to thank our intrepid producer, David Knoll. Dino! And he almost made the playoffs at Raisin Rent, but didn't. So, yeah. so he's trolling me. Neither one of us made the playoffs, David Knoll. There's nothing to troll. Uh, he beat you. Sir. Congratulations he finished on ahead of you. finishing with the same record, but you had more points scored, so you had a more successful season, yeah. but we both had unsuccessful seasons. Yeah. The 3-9 and nine team doesn't get to laugh at the 2-8 and eight team hmm. in, in college football. Uh, They're both bad. He beat you head-to-head, and he finished ahead of you. There so he gets, he gets to do hey, that to you. Give him full credit. You know what? You, you and David Noel, you need to talk it out. You need to go, like, I don't know, dress up in your, like, Michigan Army fatigues, or whatever, and go like canoeing, right? I guess we have to. Yeah, go canoeing. Because you know Michigan what? Army you're, you're in Michigan. Canoeing is half the battle. Am I right? <laughs> That's where you're going with that. <laughs> I'd ask you if there's anybody else you want to thank, Brent. But uh, no. oh, I'd love no. to thank Matt Stafford for leaving Green Bay in the in the in the game long no. enough to have a classic ending that I mean, people will play for years and years and years. We will see this yeah. on his on his Hall of Fame tape. We will see this play. Yeah, and here's the deal. You're not wrong, and that makes me sad. (laughs) Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. Always scared.
what you wanted. 